Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fojo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. We are still dealing with what I call the mystery of open doors. Praise the Lord. I'm still dealing with what I call knocking. Remember we started with open doors and I told you that there are two kinds of doors in the spirit. Am I right? Closed doors and we have open doors. And I told you that not all open doors are something that God has created. Some doors that look open might actually be deaf in disguise. And not every closed door is a demonic thing, if that makes sense. Uh, sometimes God intentionally closes doors in the spirit because of the message he wants to communicate to the people. So, for instance, the Bible says it was God that closed the door of the ark. God closed the door. Not to know why. God closed the door. The Bible says, and God closed the womb of Hannah. It wasn't a demon. No demonic altar did that. I get it, because God was preparing the lady to give birth to a prophet who would actually live in life with integrity, if that makes sense. So, not every closed door is demonic, and not every open door is charismatic. Some open doors, the enemy will clear them for you, if that makes sense, friends. Uh-huh. You see, the enemy gave Jesus Christ a correct platform to exhibit pride. How? If you claim you are a son of God, why don't you throw off yourself this building and see if God will not save you? And then Jesus says, the Bible says, you will not tempt the Lord God Almighty. So you see, the enemy is so smart that if you're not sensitive, you'll be out of radar. Am I communicating, church? Uh-huh. But like I said, if doors are not open in your life, you would suffer big time. I'm telling you. You realize there are many things you may not be able to walk into. I told you before that the difference between gates and doors. Gates, they stand for territories. You didn't hear me talk about that. Yes, gates stand for what? Territories. So I told you that, for instance, when a person is entering into a country like that, there are spirits that watch over the gates. Am I communicating? Uh And then there are spirits that watch over doors. So gates, they govern territories. But doors has got to do with a man's personal life. Am I communicating? So, for instance, you are working so hard, yet you are going through financial burden. God wants you to know that door has been closed. He wants you to find the understanding on how to work in that life. Am I communicating, church? For instance, you know you are in a season where God must do something for you, but something is not making you work in that life of yours. You know, people say, man of God, the life I live, I know I've been cheated big time because when I started, everything looked good, but everything looks bad now. What has happened? See, when you get to that moment of your destiny, know that in the spirit, the enemy has closed the door. Am I communicating, church? Uh-huh. It is painful when a man knows what should be and still can't work in the experience of that. It's a problem. You see, when God calls you a mature saint, it's because you have the applicable beats on how to work in the very life. You know that this is all going to set about your destiny. Am I communicating, church? Everybody carries a prophecy. Only few are manifesting prophecies. If that makes sense. Sometimes we see people succeed and say, Kai, God is being partial. Partiality is connected to mortality, not immortality. I get it, my friends. God can't be called a partial man because God is a holy being. Only men who sin can be called partial beings. Praise God. 
the Lord has never blessed anybody on the platform of just because he loves you. Man of God, I've prayed to God for years. Can God bless me? That kind of prayer has no place in the kingdom of God. Why communicate in church? Listen to some of our mothers when they pray. So Jesus, if you are there, come and save me. You will let you die there. Talk to me, please. <laughs> Praise God. Uh-huh. You see, proximity with divinity doesn't guarantee sustainability in destiny until you showcase the right way of getting things done. Are you getting me, friends? Yes. God is good. So, like I said, that is why, as a human being, eh, you should sit and then do a thorough check and balance of your life. Am I communicating, friends? Yes. Sit and then ask, am I fulfilling why God created me? On Saturday, we had a powerful teaching service. And I tell the church in Germany that, you see, there is a way and how the enemy can make you fail by making you succeed. Did you hear that? There is a way the enemy can actually make you fail by first making you succeed. And I'll tell you this. You see, God's definition for failure has got nothing to do when your back is towards the ground. God's definition for failure is that you have diverted from what he has called you for. So, some he gave them five. To some he gave them two. To some he gave them one. Now, you might think that the person that has one has been cheated. Meanwhile, what God gave the person is based on the person's capacity. It is on earth that you want to do comparison in the spirit. He says everybody is equal. You didn't talk to me. Okay, so let me use Mimi here as an example. God is good. So you know Mimi is a powerful worshiper, right? Uh-huh. She can minister powerfully in worship. If you tell her to minister powerfully in the preaching, she will do that as well. Let us say amen. Uh-huh. Now, when the Lord begins to move her, uh, she can also operate in the prophetic. If that makes sense. Because of the grace of God available. Talk to me, please. Uh-huh. So just imagine me too. I'm a novice in the feet. And I admire what she carries. And then I also want to operate at the same level she, but I don't have voice to sing. Oh, talk to me, please. <laughs> God is good. Just because whenever I have dream, I'll be seeing myself singing on big platforms. Talk to me, please. I'll be seeing myself singing on big platforms. I also want to do everything possible to become popular like her. It'll be a problem. Because my reward is based on how I'm consistent with God's instructions of my life. Talk to me, please. You didn't clap your hands yet. <laughs> so you see, the enemy has made many people fail by making them succeed in the wrong thing. It's a problem when your success has got to do with you doing what is wrong according to destiny. It's a problem. God is good. Just don't say life is good because things are working for you. You see, learn to look at them from the eyes of God. Does it make sense? Let God be the anchor and the director of your soul. So he tells you, this is the way a man must follow. I wish I had time today. I would have showed you how to discern in the spirit to tell that, ah, where I am is wrong. Are you blessed, friends? Ah. So I'm still dealing with how to open doors. God is good. So number one, I told you, there's no way you can open doors if you don't carry the right knowledge. I won't go back to that again, but I took my time to teach you on the impact of knowledge. Praise God. It is the right understanding you have about life that gives you the dose you deserve in this kingdom of ours. I'm telling you, the right knowledge. What is it that this person knows that you don't know of? Yesterday, I was having a conversation in the house, and I said, there are few preachers who are very powerful, 
but they decided to walk on the path of servanthood. And today, they are more powerful than the things they preach about because their life has given me to service. Talk to me, please. Oh, talk to me, please. Do you know it is very hard in our end time for people to serve genuinely? People, somewhere, somehow, want to prove their anointed. Oh, am I communicating? The heart of service. Do you know service? Total brokenness. Whereby you totally leave what you are called for. And you say, let me follow a man's vision. You know, the word follow me means anywhere I enter, that's where you will enter. You don't see what's ahead of the person. You only see the back of the person you are following. Talk to me, please. <laughs> uh, God is good. But in our generation, my God, where everybody has access to social media, everybody thinks that they are qualified to have the things you have. If you can preach, I can preach. What, what, what is preaching? What, what, what? what can't you do? <laughs> but you see, the Lord has honored them so well. You ask, what did they see? Praise the Lord. You see somebody working in financial abundance and the person says, and I prayed. Yes, we know the person prayed about something. But there is a knowledge that governed your step concerning financial breakthrough. The Lord told me the easiest way for man to work in poverty is to save. Because money was never created to be saved. It was going to be invested. So you see, there are people there. Eh, the Lord has given them distinctive plans. Study the wealth economic system. You realize that all the people working in wealth today, they copied that, their ideas from the Bible. When Solomon was teaching us investment years ago, nobody was coming. Praise God. If anybody had had a dream like Joseph did when he saw the smaller cows swallowing the fatter one, they would have said, Kai, my father's altar from Boya is fighting my destiny. I had a dream that Kai, two people came to see my hands. Meanwhile, God says it stands for saving. So you see, it takes knowledge to open doors. God is good. That is why whenever God creates any avenue for you to learn, you don't stop that chance. You see, you don't understand spirituality if you don't understand what it means to redefine your mindset. It is your thinking pattern that makes you spiritual. Trust me. Because spirits feed on what you know. Did you hear that? They feed on what? On what you know. Praise God. We are planning our UK invasion. I was talking to a pastor in the UK. And I'm like, bros, this is expensive. This and that is a bros. It's a man of God. You don't know what we are seeing you do. Actually, he says, bros, no one in London comes with a name prophet and will do a program in London and have such a card in London. I said, really? He says, yes. He says, you're not based in London. So it will only take the grace of God to do these things. And he told me that it will only take the grace of God upon a man's life to actually dare to do adverts on buses. If that makes sense. People were asking, where is this man's church? <laughs> and they said, his church is on Zoom. <laughs> God is good. Now, God was telling me that the main reason why he wanted me to do the posters on the bus was because God told me he wanted to ignite the passion of men so that other ministries who are also involved in the landing would dare to do great things. The pastor came and said, man of God, I only pastor six members. But when I saw what, I was moved by faith to go and take an exclusive place. And now we have 200 members in London. Yes. You see, God would give you what you've understood. You, you see, you can't skip process in destiny. I was asking God that God, 
Why would you let me stay up the whole night to pray? And God told me that. He says, the face of intercession has changed. And until people enter the realm of priesthood, they can't have power. Say knowledge. Number two, I said you open doors by knocking. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. He says, ask and it shall be what? Given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. When the Bible says knock, it means pray. Am I communicating? Yes. The Bible says, and Jesus began his life with prayer and ended it with prayer. Prayer is the life of every man. But you see, Europe, your system will make you lazy. Am I communicating? Your system will make you what? Very, very lazy. The enemy will do everything possible to make you extremely tired. Whereby when you want to pray, something will say, kneel down and pray by your bed. Before you realize, there will be sleep fellowship. <laughs> God is good. Before you wake up, your alarm will be calling your name. Who is calling my name? Oh? Alarm will be calling. <laughs> Praise God. Sometimes you come back from work and you are too tired. Am I communicating? You are too tired to pray. But you see, in this life of ours, if a man is not intentional, you have no business with destiny. If you are not intentional about the things you do, that is why, you see, you need to know how to plan your life. If not, life will plan for you. Man of God, I'm tired. When I come back from work, I can't do anything. Um, I'll be, don't worry. When troubles come, you pray. I told my mom that, you see, prayer eh, is a cycle in the spirit. It will go around you like this. When he meets you joking, it will go. When it comes back again, you will see you in pain and you will have to stop it at that time. You may not lack that, that power to stand like you have done before. If you don't pray now, you pray later. Mark my words. Anybody who enjoyed life, they are praying in hell today, seeking for mercy. Still prayer. So you can't stop prayer. I keep telling the members on Zoom, I said, whatever God is doing on this platform is an avenue to help you pray better. Don't say because you pray on Zoom, you have prayed. Because on Zoom, we pray for just 30 minutes. I may pray for 30 minutes and begin to prophesy. What is happening is the gift of a man showcasing power here. If that makes sense. So you must learn to pray. I know some members in this house, they pray, they wake up and pray at 12 and sleep again. It's a joke. Somebody say prayer. Oh, are you blessed, please? Learn to what? Pray. When things are tough, learn to pray. The Bible says a man ought to pray and not to faint. You see, God's definition for a man is how you are able to bring about incense from your bowels and the spirit. When you pray. This is how God makes men. And I told you that when you pray, the first assignment of prayer is that it transforms you. Transformation simply means bringing about the God dimension in you. You know, there are many Christians today who don't know that there is something about God that God wants to depend on them to find expression. Let me break it down for you, friends. You were taught that Christianity means come into Christ and let him take away your burdens from you. And God says Christianity goes beyond taking away burdens. He wants to release his life into you so that whatever people know about him, your life also shows that him. Talk to me, please. Go to crusades. Come to Jesus. He will heal you of your sickness. So people don't understand that there is also a responsibility dimension of Christianity. 
So some just come to church for coming sake. That is why somebody can be offended in the church. in the house. I won't go to you again. Tired. I, I asked a lady one time, why is your husband not coming? He says, man of God, call the man and ask the man. I asked the man, why are you not coming? He said, prof, I called some time ago, had an issue. He said, you call me back. You didn't go back to me again. So I got angry. I said, ah, sir. Sorry about that. God is good. So I told the person that, you see, sometimes we may say we will call you back, but you don't know the burdens and the things we ought to do. Talk to me, friends. <laughs> Please. You don't understand ministry. Ah. You see, I grew up seeing my father preaching behind the pulpit. But I knew the real ministry is not behind the pulpit. Talk to me, please. <laughs> People think preaching is, oh, come and stand and talk. talk English and see if you understand what you see. Just talk and see if you make sense. <laughs> Somebody said, ah, you guys are powerful. You just talk and you say, oh, yeah, bring money and bring money. I said, really, try and see. Try and see. Put your face and fly and see if you come. God is good. So a lot of Christians don't know that there is a responsibility dimension God wants them to play. It is called kingdom. This time, you are not just trusting God for what he can do for you. You are actually expressing gratitude in doing what he has asked you to follow. This is how men become patriotic in the spirit. And it takes prayer to enter that realm. And today, I will teach you four things people don't know about prayer. The last time I showed you the benefit of prayer. Today, we are going to a high dimension here. Now, this dimension, if you understand it, it will bless you big time. Watch me. I want you to know that every human being is a spirit. Even though you possess the flesh, your real identity is the spiritual identity. If God begins to communicate with a man, he communicates with the spirit in the man. And the spirit now communicates the message to the soul of the man. The soul intercepts both the body and the spirit. David said, once the Lord has spoken, twice have I heard that all power belongs to God. Now, a spirit being will speak once, but the power inculcated in the voice will resonate twice in your heart. Watch me. I want you to know that the spirit is the enemy to the flesh because the flesh will not want the spirit to be holy. If that makes sense, friends. Uh-huh. Apostle Paul says, the things I want to do, I can't do it. And the things I don't want to do, I constantly see myself doing it. Because you see, there is a constant battle between a man's spirit and a man's flesh. Now watch me. If I'm to cut your body open right now, I will see intestines, I will see cells. There's no way I can lay my hands over a spirit. Am I communicating, church? Uh-huh. There's no way I can lay my hands over a soul. Now, some people think that because man is tripartite in dimension, there are two entities aside the body. So, both the spirit and the soul. No. I want you to know that the soul has got to do with the heart of the man and the mind of the man. Because in God's kingdom, both the heart and the mind play the major role. Talk to me, friends. Oh, am I teaching you? Somebody say glory. Oh, are you blessed? If you get this message, you are blessed forever. I'm telling you. So when God speaks, Mr. Patrick, my son, God is with you. When he speaks, he has spoken to the spirit man. 
Now, it will check the purity and how sound your spirit is to communicate that message to the body. You see, one thing that makes the voice of God a bit hard is how to interpret what I said from his perspective. Because if the spirit communicating the message is defiled, it will communicate the wrong message. Talk to me, please. Talk to me, please. <laughs> okay. Thank God we have women here. Are you aware when women, when they you know, wash their dishes in the, in, the, in, the, in the sink like that, they have this nice detergent they use in making sure the place smells nice. Two of us. And sometimes they even have this liquid they pour just to make sure that there's no blockage of the things. Two of us. Uh, if you don't apply all these things to make it look nice, it will shock you that if you're affecting the place, it's also super bad. Do you know there are some fishes, after preparing them, the whole house, you have to open windows. <laughs> God is good. Have you ever cooked your love before you came out and it was in your head? So, ah. Uh, smelling Cameroonian jollof here. Yeah. What are you doing? Hallelujah. <laughs> so you see, it is how sound the spirit is that determines how clear the voice will be. So now, God says this. When people begin to pray, and they realize that prayer is not all about what God can do for them, but what God wants them to do in his kingdom, that's when he begins to answer them. I repeat when a man begins to realize that his life is a tool in God's hands, remember God says, you are my battle axe. You see, that battle God wants to fight in this earth of ours will not be done through angels. It will be done through you and I. You need to clap your hands. <laughs> God has always depended on man to find expression. As powerful as God is, he did not sit in the heavens to say, sin, disappear. He came and lived like a normal man for 33 years. Who paid the price and felt the pain of humanity. And as powerful as he is, he had to ask Mary, would you permit me to lay in your womb for nine months? So, I'm showing you another dimension of prayer. Whereby you realize that in this end time, it's not only about the things you say, but coming to realize that there's something that God has in his heart that he wants to depend on men for. Talk to me, please. Watch me. Hannah prayed for years. Now, theology says that Elkanah had ten sons from Penina. So let's say that uh, Hannah was buried for about ten years. Every year, they will go up to Mount Shiloh. And then release an I mean, the sacrifice unto the Lord on the, on the altar. Until one day she said, This time it isn't about what I'm going to give God or what God give me. I want to labor here until I hear what God has said. You see, the Lord told me there are two kinds of women in the world there are women whose womb will bring about nations. Talk to me, please. Those children are not common children. Those are the people Bible refers as out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. God depends on them. You see, God must first prepare you before he makes you. You didn't hear me? The making process and the process of preparation look the same. But when you begin to understand how God can predispose gift upon men and how they dispose a gift, you will know preparation takes time. 
Because he makes men spirit when they assess principles. I'm eating here, my flesh. God has a way of making you appear as a spirit being, whereby whatever you say becomes the way of life. Talk to me, church. Why are you blessed, friends? Hannah, at this point, realized that it wasn't about God give me a child. It's about God. When the baby finally comes, I've realized that in my spirit, there is a prophet who can't talk with integrity here. Let the child come and uphold that stuff. And speak on God says, I have not heard your prayer. You see, the best way to get God to answer your prayer point is to always involve his will in the prayer. You didn't hear me. Whenever you pray to God and it's all about self-centeredness, forget you and can say. You see, people don't know that independence is pride in the spirit. No human being in God's kingdom was ever created to work in isolation. When you see the spirit of isolation entering men, paradise enter them. When they feel they can fight any authority and be alone, paradise entering gradually. So if God would have to teach you sense through silence, you let it happen to you. Talk to me, please. Oh, am I communicating here? Yes. So many people don't know that if God must grant them audience in the place of prayer, it wouldn't be just connected to what they say, rather what they become. Are you blessed, please? Yes. For a very long time, I've always wondered, how is it that we make mention of the Bible, yet all the things you obey in the Bible are the things men like us discovered. And God says they've become law for men to follow. There was no Bible in the days of Abraham, yet till date, God has compelled the church to release that. Oh, because a man went so deep unto God says, I will carve into your heart the loss of the spirit that even tell can comprehend. Oh, am I teaching you? Yes. You know, you want to fight the impact of Abraham when he was so smart not to involve his wife. When God told him to go and kill the son. You see, sometimes eh, people say the voice of God must be consistent with the scripture. It is very true. We can't debate that. But you see, when God begins to do things in the realm of covenant, not all the voices may be inconsistent with the scripture, yet it may have integrity. How would the man say, God has asked me to kill my only son after 25 years of struggle? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> when I announced to some people on our platform, the Lord told me that they should fast for one year. Some are saying, man of God, my doctor said that it's unhealthy for me. I said, God knows that fasting for a year is unhealthy. Yet you can't protect yourself. You didn't hear me. A doctor in my country has died. A young woman, she has died. She slipped and died in the bathroom. You think it's normal sleeping? Oh, there's something behind it. Correct doctor. On the day of death, the grace for doctor has left. If the Lord does not watch over the watchman, the watchman watches in vain. I don't know if there are watchmen in, in Europe. But the one I know in Africa, they sleep more than even the house owners. They sleep more than even house owners. 7.30 pa, he's gone. Ali, 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 Ali. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, God is good. <laughs> the watchman in Africa, chai. I was in Cameroon in December. So when we were sleeping, we were lodging at. There was a security man there. Ah! The guy is from Marwa. You know those French guys? 
So at 2 a.m., we were praying. I mean, left the hotel or the apartment. We went to pray house, and the guy was still sleeping. He didn't hear we had gone. So I said, ah, bros, come. I said, Langley. He said, ah, oh, yeah, we, 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 Langley. I said, yesterday we went to pray. He said, ah, oh, brother, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I said, I understand. Why would you be tired? <laughs> Praise God. So I realized that, I mean, the team will go buy some food outside and then they'll eat and then. Most of them, they can't eat and they give to him. He was happy. So he, he told one of my guys, ah, tell Oga to live here for one month. <laughs> one month. He said, I'll be very okay. Praise God. Am I coming to church? Yes. So you see, you realize that in this kingdom of ours, that there's nothing that God gives you that's for you. Watch me. I was praying yesterday in my office when God told me that nothing belongs to you until you have the understanding about it. If God hasn't given a man the understanding of how to replicate what it is, it's not yours. So he makes men wise by experience. Did you hear that? I'm teaching you this. The aside the benefit prayer gives, one thing that will make you have access to open doors in the spirit is when God can finally depend on you. It's called the governance of prayer. So, you see, this time when you pray, it isn't about what he gives you. It's about how he can prepare you to hold what he has in mind for you. You see, the future is greater than today. Talk to me, please. So, some of the things he will tell you to follow now, you don't understand them. It will make sense one day. Two of us. You see, listen to most of the things our elderly fathers will tell us. Most of their languages are filled with regret. They wished somebody gave them the life they have today. Some of them are so smart and intelligent. But for some reason, the leverage was not there. So when God begins to deal with men, eh, if you want to understand why it is, you may never do it. Why will God tell me to pray for three hours every day? It doesn't make sense. The time is coming, the burden will be so heavy that to pray for three hours will be there again. And because you have stored up prayer in God's kingdom, it begins to give you what you invested in spirit. You see? Watch me. It is what you have invested that will give us the things you want to have. Oh, talk to me, friends. How is it that you haven't made any spiritual investment yet you want to cash out? How does that happen? Now watch me. When you get to that realm in the spirit where God can finally depend on you, three things will be seen. That is for me. I'm blessed. This is called the governance of prayer. You can write it down for clarity here so you know that you will mix it up with the benefit of prayer. When God finally gets to depend on the man so that he can fulfill whatever he has in his kingdom. On Wednesday, I'll give him a report. The first thing he does is that he grants you the grace to make you a lawmaker. He gives you the power to become what? A lawmaker. I'll show you now in the Bible. Study in the book of Numbers 12. It talks about the fact that God made the law that Moses, if a man should die and the man is rich and the man had no son, everything the man ever owned should be given to his brothers and his children. Until five women said, God, who would understand? 
They went to Moses and said, Moses, go and tell God again that those who sinned in Korah, our father didn't sin with them. So this law must change. And God says they've done the right thing. God is not wrong. But you see, when a man enters, when you climb depth in the spirit, you can communicate things for how things are meant to become like. He wants to depend on you. Somebody say the law. How did Joshua tell God that God, I know you've always instructed the sun to appear in the day. But just because I want enemies to die in order for your kingdom to find expression, let the sun stand over the hammer of Adalah. You see, watch me, friends. If a man does not understand what it means to become a lawmaker, the laws of the world will define your life. No man was created by God to be ruled by the laws of nature. The laws of nature were created by the devil to fight people's dominance and dominion and spirit. Yes. So law can't depict your life. A woman cried and said, Lord, I've sinned. Forgive me. And Christ, the lawmaker, had to write a new law in the spirit. And say, if you haven't sinned before, be the first to cast a stone. The ability to become a law. To be a powerful thing. See, sometimes, eh, when God begins to work with you, he would show you things that are beyond what a man can think of. Because he wants to increase you to that realm. Are you blessed, please? Sometimes eh, he will make it look so comfortable that, or so easy that, <laughs> you will think the prophecy will manifest tomorrow. If God says, I'll bless you tomorrow, he didn't say tomorrow will be Monday. Or tomorrow will be Thursday. Because in his kingdom, yesterday is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. God does not separate yesterday, today. There are no indifferences. No, 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 no. Yesterday is today. Today is tomorrow. So if God says, I'll bless you tomorrow, he's talking about what is happening yesterday, what is happening today, or happening tomorrow too. Talk to me, please. Sometimes God's definition for tomorrow in flesh can be 10 years to come. Did you hear that? Sometimes God's definition for tomorrow can be two seconds from now. But everything is highly dependent on how the Lord can finally entrust you so he can make you a law in the spirit. The things to see that becomes a law. Till did I don't understand Paul. Paul said concerning virgins. Let us read together. So that we know that we are communicating from the scriptures. Are you blessed friends? Please let me know if I'm communicating things. Are you blessed church? These are very deeper things. Lord help us. First Corinthians chapter 7, the verse 25. Listen to what Paul said here. Powerful thing. He says, Now concerning virgins, I have no commandment from the Lord. He's telling them that to the church in Corinthians, whatever argument you have raised about virgins, God has not told me anything yet. Yet. I give you judgment as one whom the Lord in his mercy has made trustworthy. <laughs> Kai. Eh? When God concentrates men in that realms in the spirit, whereby he finally gets to see that you will be what he tells you to follow, the things you see become a law in the spirit. I'm telling you. But you see, we haven't climbed that depth yet. 
I'm just giving you a little exposure here. On Friday, we'll go very deep. So I let you understand why you can't do Whenever we come to, I told Mama this time that this year I'm going to so my We won't play drums. I want to teach you how to labor. You know labor? Labor in prayer whereby you, you are speaking words but the spirit is the one talking. You hear me? After singing worship and thanking God, you thank God for three hours. You know that this time you are weak but there's a strength on the inside. <laughs> you got to that place whereby this time anything that concerns the flesh and mundanity has died. So whatever you say, because of alignment and obedience, God says, now it become a law. Yes, I did hear God concerning virgins. But because I know I carry the token of trust, when I say these things, it's a judgment in the spirit. Why are you blessed? <laughs> Kai, I'm still wondering, when I look at the patriot of old, how were they able to come up with revelations that even till date, those of us who claim we live in a civilized state, we still can work in our life. It's serious. They live in a realm where time was and everything was against them. Please, I hope you are aware Dubai was once a desert. <laughs> God is good. Nobody wanted to go to Dubai. But today, Dubai has become there. It's serious. It is complete desert. Complete desert. And that's where Abraham Dems, they come from. That's Dubai, Qatar, Abu Dhabi. Yes. That's where they lived. So, just just 40 years ago, it was desert. So, look at 4,000 years ago. Think about it. Forest. It was still desert. I had forgotten how they worked on the desert for 40 years. It was desert. It has always been this way. God is good. Just imagine. So, just 40 years ago, nobody wanted to go there. And check 4,000 years ago. Now, remember in those days, they had to put like something on their face. Because of the wind from the sun. Yes. There was no means of help. They had to carry those on their back. So, you see, it will take alignment to get in touch with the spirit so that things you say becomes why things will happen. I'm telling you, Abraham at 75, in this state of your life, you want to obey a spirit. The voice, you see, the voice didn't come walking to Abraham. Adam, it came walking. The voice came speaking to Abraham. No assurance apart from I'll make you a great nation. Great nation where? In this place? Oh. Say the law. Oh, am I teaching me? I want to open you up. You see, our generation, I don't know how to say this here. Let me break it down. Mimi told me my words are too deep. Let me break it down for you. Success is not car. Is it correct? Success is not house. I'm not saying these things are bad. I was watching an interview on, on YouTube. And the guy said, pastors will preach to Christians that Jesus is coming tomorrow or Jesus is coming now. Yet they are doing big investments. I said, you see, when foolish men have money, they talk nonsense. <laughs> now, let me show you how this will print. You see, 
your understanding is that since Jesus is coming right now, there shouldn't be nothing you should do on earth to preserve yourself. Meanwhile, the whole idea of the rapture is that his kingdom must be instituted upon the earth. Talk to me, please. Now, remember God has given the church a mission to ensure that the word of God is being preached to every nation. So nobody will say, I never heard of the gospel. So, Apostle Paul told us in the book of Romans that even those who claim they didn't hear of God, God will ask them, didn't you even think about how nature came into being? Even though the enemy may try to truncate it with science and experience, he says he will have to teach them that there's something beyond this age and this season. Talk to me, please. Now, you see, there is no way you can be an evangelist if you don't have resource. You see, nothing preaches better than resource. So God would have to grant you what it takes to have the power to speak with confidence when you make mention of his name. So he knows that your wealth. Why did God give Abraham cattle and goats? That was their system of wealth in those days. So when he tells them God is true, your life shows that evidence in the spirit. But because we are novices, we think because Christ is coming, it means we shouldn't see. No. There will be the urgency of the kingdom where money will be needed. So when they came to Jesus and said, you haven't paid your tax, he says, I am the one who rules the heavens and the earth. Go and open the mouth to the fish and make up my money there. Telling you. So God says, your confidence should not be predicated on the physical defense you can lay hands on. No, 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 no. He gives you what you have in the physical state because of two things. How you have aligned to his purpose for your life. And how you have also endured the wisdom that brings these things into being. Are you blessed? Yet, if your confidence are based on these things, God says you are out. This is what happened to King Solomon. He felt the proof of his wisdom was how God could give him many women. So study theology. Theology will tell you that when he was young, when his father gave him the throne, he began to like women. So a whole king, Solomon, he won't write psalms like his father did. He came and said, I'll write song of songs. He started dark and lovely. And I slept in the garden at night. And I heard my beloved call my name on the street. See ya. When you realize that, oh, the truth is dying. He says, Kai, I'll preach Proverbs now. <laughs> God is good. He said, I'll preach Proverbs now. He said, ah, this time we have got into it is over. Because he couldn't release that kingdom. His father, his father gave him 12 tribes to rule. Now, his wisdom led him to destroy everything. He only had power over one. Meanwhile, the Bible says he was the wisest king ever. You see, a proof of wisdom is legacy. He couldn't extend whatever God embedded in him. So, his own son Rehoboam had to fight for just one kingdom. He now says, let me write Ecclesiastes. So, his last chapter was that if you claim you are wise, fear God. You didn't clap your hands, church. Why are you blessed? So, you see, God's definition for success is not these physical things. I've taken my time to open because you see, 
Our people feel they came to Europe to struggle. You can live in this country and still die in this country and have nothing. Talk to me, please. We came to Europe to suffer. We, we can't live in Europe forever. There is life in Africa. Uh, life is such an irony, a paradox indeed. Do you know why? Because those who are in Africa are selling their houses to come to Europe. I get them. So, and those who are here are building houses in Africa. It's, it's serious. Think about it. God's definition for success is how you, as a believer, you are able to climb depth in the spirit. So through alignment and obedience, what you come up with is the law that is only common to the spirit each. That's success. So you will not see Mary preach. Yet her name is in the Bible. Because she was so aligned that when the angel came to her, she didn't find the angel. I said, how can this be? That, you see, that alignment, it didn't take one day. It took years. She, was, she trained her spirit, man, that God can visit me at any time. So this is the answer. You see, you can't deceive her spirit. Anything that is not in your heart can't come through your mouth. So Mary don't fake her confession. She actually gave to the angel who she was. You didn't hear me. But Zachariah, the father of John the Baptist, you realize even though he was practicing priesthood, he had doubt in his heart. No wonder the enemy could fight his own son, John the Baptist. How to doubt Jesus? Are you aware the devil depended on the baptism of John the Baptist to tell us who Jesus was? For all these years, anybody that rises in the mind of God was to look like a savior. Until John says, this man is greater than me. And I am even on to tie his footstool. Talk to me, friends. So if the enemy wants to fight a man's life, he will let you forget about what life really is. Somebody say the law. Why are you blessed? On Friday, I will open you up to deeper mysteries. So you understand that this thing about life is bigger than these things. It's, it's painful. It's so painful, friends. So painful. But we can't see them. <laughs> it will shock you, eh? That you will enter heavy one day. And the person that looked like was not the spirit among you may have the most honor in heaven. I'm telling you. Years ago, Daddy made us watch a movie here about heaven and hell experience. And how the guy told us that it was a lady who was praying for the pastor every day that God gave her entrance into heaven. And the pastor himself. Very different. Lord, help us. Lord, help us. Now, I want you to know that when God begins to use your words as a law in the spirit, three things take place. Number one, he gives you the ability to make you a watchman. Number two, he gives you the ability to make you a gatekeeper. Number three, he gives you the ability of making you become an intercessor. You see how deep those are? If you don't come for Bible studies on Wednesdays, what do you gain? These things, it can only be taught. So we can teach people that understand it here. Father, help me. When he concentrates your speech as lost in the spirit, he either defines your standard in the spirit as a gatekeeper, or as a watchman, or an intercessor. 
and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moments with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fodger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fodger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fodger. And our website is www.benjaminfodger.org. Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. The vision, the mission, the passion.